Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Uh, They're completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And JJ. And uh, I have returned after the Talkers New Media Seminar, which happens yearly in New York City. Uh, That's where Mark and I have been for the past couple days. Of course, Mark's not... He's normally not here on Friday, so he gets an extra day off. But uh, it was good. Had a, a good time schmoozing it up with the talk radio uh, bigwigs. And I was actually on the what they call the Talk Rumble uh, panel for the first time, which is something I've always wanted to do ever since uh, having gone to the first one of these basically it's uh, you know during it's it's a convention so they've got panels and on a panel you normally have at this convention they're pretty big panels sometimes there's as many as eight people on a panel usually i'm used to like four to six person panels at uh, say liberty events that, that will attend uh but there were a lot of people there were, i think 10 talk show hosts up there for the talk rumble so normally the panels at uh, talk radio convention are based about the industry and you know talking about the business and you know what's coming next and how to manage a career and you know there's all different topics fm talk all kinds of topics like that uh but the the fun part is when they put a bunch of talk radio hosts from different uh, political perspectives up on the stage together and ask them questions that, and that sound really interesting does it come become competitive oh yes how That's long does it last the entire rumble if Pro- you approximately 45 minutes okay so so you get a moderator who's a talk show host and then 10 talk show hosts that are sitting up at the the front of the room oh, geez. and usually it's you know the liberals versus the conservatives for the most part in these particular events and so i've always wondered you know what would it be like if ian or mark from free talk live got up <laughs> And was able to participate in the the talk rumble, and they probably was, they probably put you on the far right. No, uh, they don't seat anybody anywhere. Actually, you just go ahead and sit oh, wherever you, you sit want. Down. So I got up there and I sat down first and I set myself in the middle, <laughs> and uh, and then people just kind of randomly filled in. So there was you know left lefties and righties sitting right next to one another. But it's pretty clear when you know you're listening to people's opinions what they uh, they're affiliating themselves with. And uh, it was great. I I thought it was uh, an absolute blast. And they, what sort of questions did they ask? They asked about immigration, okay. which of course is uh, is a fun one. Uh, gay marriage was another question. And in fact, I know that Ali, you've got some news about gay marriage. We can get into that here in a moment. But it really gave me the opportunity uh, to make sure to make it clear that I was not like the rest of the people on that stage. And I I think it went very, very well. Uh, There's actually should be video coming out of this event. Nice. So I don't know when. It seemed to take them a few weeks after last year's event to get the videos online. But once they are available, I will post that and send out a news update at news.freetalklive.com where you can get signed up to follow our news updates. Uh, But I'll send out an update once it it is available. But uh, it was great. I mean, I was up there with uh, people like Tom Hartman, who's a very, you know, famous uh, progressive talk radio host. And then uh, some conserva conserva clone types as uh, as well. So, nice. Any yeah. uh, anything like spectacular happen? Any uh, you know? I guess rowdy speeches or 
Anything other than the normal convention, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I don't, nothing really. I okay. mean, nothing really brought down the house. There was one guy that was on the Talk Rumble who was just... I mean, I'm, I'm a p- shameless promoter. I've got no problem promoting myself. Like, I wear a uh, Free Talk Live bowling shirt to this event. So, essentially, I'm a walking billboard for Free Talk Live. Sure. It's got a huge logo on the back. But... I was shocked at how brazen a couple of the hosts were on this particular talk rumble at promoting themselves. This one guy, uh, this, I guess, relatively new guy on the scene, which maybe that's why he's desperate to promote himself, but uh, Andy Dean is his name. He's like the young conservative, right? Because in in talk radio, it's mostly old conservative white dudes uh, with a few exceptions to that in the progressive scene. But this guy's like, the young guy, and he's also a conservative, and he tried to talk about how original and fresh he was, and uh, and then he actually got uh, taken down a peg by another one of the conservatives on the the panel, Rusty Humphreys, because he was talking about how fresh he was, and he just went and spouted spouted off the same old conservative crap, and right. uh, Rusty Humphreys was like that's fresh. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but then he went on to say how smart he was. He said he was he had the highest IQ of everyone on the panel. Wow. And uh, went on. Bold. Yeah, he went on to make just absolutely outrageously. Uh, How would just, he know that? No, it's, he like just checks everyone's IQs. It's just a crazy I ego. Think, that's all. The guy's just got a crazy ego. Talk rumble. He's just going to talk and let the, yeah. the BS fly. So it'll be an entertaining video when it uh, when it finally Excellent. comes out. But what I thought was most interesting was what happened afterwards, which was what some of the people said to me, uh, the people that were in the audience, because there's you know at least a couple hundred people probably in there watching. And one lady comes up to me. She goes. Do you, older ladies, do you really believe everything you said? Wow. Wow, I can't wait to hear what you said. Well, I mean, you know the kind of things right, I right. said. You're sitting here with me every uh, every night that uh, we do this show. Uh, but she hadn't heard anything like that before, and she couldn't, you know, she couldn't believe anybody would really believe something like that. Wow. You're, so. you're like the uh, the Wizard of Oz moment where she's like, wow, there's 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 just levers behind the curtain. There was another lady who said, uh, you really gave it to him or something like that. And then she made some comment like, we didn't know what you were going to say next. Like, it was a really positive thing she was saying. Like, oh, that's They were awesome. very, very entertained. They so wanted to is, know what you're going to say. Yeah. So this is other producers and radio hosts. This isn't really the affiliates? Not so much. There are some program directors that are there, but there are some other... It's, it's basically a cross-section of the industry. I mean, there's producers, there's hosts, there's... Uh, there, there's uh, pro- program directors, general managers, talk syndicate people, uh, so all kinds of business. Did any, uh, anyone come at you with business promotion or are basically trying to get you on board with certain things? Or There's usually somebody who's around pitching their services. You know, some guy's a life coach and there's another guy who's a consultant and there's a bunch of consultants there. I just, I just get a kick out of like, like if someone were to approach you with this, this show specifically – and say, hey, you know, we should really do this together. And then once he finds out, like, you're not one of those fairy tale people that believe in the mysticism of government, he's like, oh, well, I, I don't know what to do. You know, he's like, he's expecting you to react like all the other conservative clones and, right. you know, liberal whatever clones. So, well, there's always new people there. I mean, uh, Mark and I are kind of old hat at the event at this point. Mm-hmm. I think this is our sixth year, maybe going to this thing, sixth or seventh, perhaps. So we've been doing it for quite a while now, and so we're we're kind of fixtures at the event. And of course, people that have been there for a long time know who we are uh, at, at this point. And so it's it's actually nice because people will approach us and and talk to us. Whereas the first year we were there was pretty awkward, you know, trying to go up and introduce <laughs> yourself to people. And do you call them fish? Fish? Yeah. 
What do you mean, like fish in the pond? Well, I've heard the reference to fish is like it's like noob or like I don't know fresh meat people that are new to whatever it is. (laughs) So the industry, I guess, faked. It's been hey, too fishy, long for fishy. me. I don't remember. Okay. I saw half baked once. Like, it's what out. they call him when he was new to the jail. I see. Fresh fish. Yeah, yeah I no, no. We don't have any fun names for uh, for anybody that's new there, but uh, it was a good time. So thank you to all the Free Talk Live amplifiers for sending us out there. Uh, it wasn't, it, you know, it didn't cost us a whole lot of money because we didn't have to fly anywhere. We just drove uh, drove down to New York City, stayed one night in a hotel, and went to went to the event, which was actually way cheaper this year than it ever was because they cut it back from a two day event to a one day event, and they cut it back from like four hundred bucks to attend to a hundred bucks. So we actually ended up saving quite a bit of money this year and still having the same level of impact that that we normally would. So uh, for the Free Talk Live amplifiers who sent us there, it was an even better event uh, and an even cheaper event than it had ever been in the past. And I think that just the the video alone of this uh, Talk Rumble event hopefully will be uh, will make it worthwhile for anybody that has been questioning whether or not it's, it's worth it to send us to these events. And by the way, it absolutely is because it's great for us because we get to talk to, like, you know, besides the industry bigwigs, we also sometimes will see some of our program directors. Uh, Joe Thomas was there from WCHV, which is our affiliate in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. And so it's it's important to be able to, if you have a chance, to meet these guys in person. I mean, right. it's what I do for during the day is I'll call radio stations to try to get free talk live on other stations. And if I get a chance to actually meet those guys, that that's a, you know that solidifies relationships and Definitely. rapport. 855-450-FREE. Get into the issues next. Uh, 1-855-450-3733. Allie with some news about gay marriage, or actually in this case, gay divorce, which is mm-hmm. the side that nobody ever really talks about. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. You can take control of the airwaves and then... The latest on Rand Paul, if you haven't heard, coming up. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit DontTreadOnMeme.com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on M-E-M-E dot com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Toll free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. And enjoy the features that you'll find there. Once again, freetalklive.com. As I mentioned before, you can get signed up for our news updates over at news.freetalklive.com. And you can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whichever method works best for you, or more than one if you'd like. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up and get signed up for free. That's news.freetalklive.com. And if you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, you need to know about SACL CAI. They do collections early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients down the road, too. So visit SACL CAI via their website over at, uh, you can actually get to it from our banner column at freetalklive.com. Just click the top banner. It'll take you to SACL CAI. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. So we're going to continue here uh, and still to come tonight, 
the latest on Detroit. It just continues to spiral down. The situation with the government there keeps getting worse, and we'll give you uh, the latest on what's going on out there. But first, to gay divorce, the side of a gay marriage that nobody really talks about. And according to you, Allie, it's actually pretty difficult to get a divorce as a gay couple. It can be, yes. Uh, this is from CNN. Dot com. They go a little bit into specifics about a certain couple that ended up getting some laws changed about this. But yes, yeah, so same-sex couples can currently marry in six states and the District of Columbia, and there's no residency requirement to marry. That means that couples who live outside of those states can just pop in for a day and get married and then go home. Right. There are also five states that allow civil unions. But if a marriage should fall apart in a, in a state that doesn't recognize the couple's legal status in the first place, that's when things get complicated. Some states that do not allow same-sex marriages to be performed also do not grant divorces for same-sex marriages that occurred outside of the state's borders. So this makes sense because if a state doesn't recognize same-sex marriages, then why would they? You. Yeah, why would they have like what would, they wouldn't know what to do necessarily? I don't know why they couldn't just do it as if it's a man and a woman. But well, because there's you know the statutes are what they are, and uh, to uh, to accept divorces would mean that uh, it just wouldn't work probably with the, right. the way the system's set up. Yeah, true. Because there's also probably like ways they bias men over women. You know, the kids. Oh, they go to the woman. Well, what if it's two women or two men? Mm. Who do the kids go with? Yeah, you're complicating our very difficult bureaucratic <laughs> system by entering into it two new variables. Exactly. Uh, so, um, states that, oh yeah, so they don't grant divorces. It's a tricky situation when a couple wants to dissolve their their same-sex marriage and neither spouse is a resident of a state that recognizes their, their marriage as legal and valid. To satisfy the residency requirements under these circumstances, you'd have to live in a state for six months to two years, depending on local laws, in order to get a divorce from a same-sex partner. So say you go to San Francisco to get a marriage, because uh, they're the only ones that will grant you your marriage, and then you leave, but you never plan to live in San Francisco. Well, yeah, they want that tax but then money. You've gotta, yeah, so then you've got to move, I guess, to San Francisco for, I don't know what their residency requirements are. Well, most married couples, I think, especially in, in this case, I think they're like, well, you could move here and live here for six months and help pay into the system right. and give us a, a fair share. Yeah, it shouldn't cost years. that much to get a divorce. I mean, I know divorce can be very expensive, but it shouldn't require you have to move with a person you want to divorce from to a whole new place. Well, I think the interesting part is that they can go and get married without any hitch, without any problem, get mm -hmm. hitched without a hitch. And then all of a sudden, yeah, if you want to get divorced, that's going to cost you. Well, first of all, you can't get married as a gay couple in California anymore, right? Since they're Proposition 8. I have no idea, to be honest According with you. to... Uh, that's, where these, that's where these two... Uh, I think it was... I think it was California where they got married. The people they talk about in the story. Let well, yeah, and this that. is this brings up another question. What happens if you got married in California between June 16th, 2008 as a gay couple and November 5th, 2008, which is the period of uh, time when the licenses were being granted there? It then ended uh, due to the passage of Proposition 8, uh, an amendment to the California Constitution that limited marriages to those between one man and one woman. Mm -hmm. So you can't go to San Francisco and get married today. But yeah. if you were married in, you know, June on June 17th, 2008, when you could get married in California, what does that mean? Like, how do you get divorced? Can you get divorced in California if you got a marriage in California when it was legal for the few months that it was legal? That's a good question. That's where Jessica Port and Virginia Ann Cowan, the story, that's where they got married, but they didn't live in California. Mm -hmm. So they didn't, 
I wonder, yeah, like who, what about the couples in California that got married when it was legal and now it's not legal? Yeah, I imagine it's probably still, I I imagine they have some some situation where they can get divorced. Probably. I mean, if you do have a governmental agreement, which is what a marriage is, it's an agreement between you, your partner, and the government, Yes, presumably there should be some sort of remedy to that agreement, but it's pretty outrageous that they're saying you have to live there for six six months to a, two, two years, depending on which state we're talking about, right. before you can get a divorce. Why wouldn't it be that way for the marriage right. in the first place? I mean, if it's or, all about getting money, and it seems to me that's what it's about. I mean, it seems to me that that's what the marriage certificate really is sure. all about. It's just about the state Obedience. getting 80 bucks or 90 bucks or however much it costs. So, I mean... It, I'm sure you'd have to pay a fee to file for a divorce too, right? I mean, if there's there's money in it for the state there, why all of a mm-hmm. sudden uh, they have these rules on that? Yeah, why are there residency requirements regarding divorce but not marriage? Well, I think it just helps illustrate how absurd marriage laws are in the first place. I think if, if that's anything the listener takes away from this, that should be the point. Is it's it's so absurd? Just it just baffles the mind why the code written down on some books that are held sacred as law is all of a sudden, you know, going to give you a privilege or take it away. And it's like, well, we can just say we're divorced, but now we still have these these entangling legal ramifications, these the, the tendrils of the right. legal land. They go a little bit into that. Uh, says, you might think that if you live in a state that doesn't recognize your marriage, there's no need for a formal divorce. But it becomes important because if one spouse gives birth to a child in a state of the marriage, um, in in the state of the marriage, the other spouse is presumed to be a parent under the law. It also means that neither spouse can marry or enter into a civil union with a new partner, or else they would be opening themselves to bigamy charges. Hmm. Jeez. So it's a very complicated situation, and I, I hope that the same-sex couples that really wanting to get married at least think about some of these things. Yeah. Uh, right. I think a lot of couples don't, you know, when they get all excited about getting married and they don't you know, have any kind of contract about what happens if the relationship doesn't work out, it usually doesn't end very well, very well. Right, because then all of a sudden you, if you are interested in getting a divorce, then that's when you're learning about this. Well, guess what? You're going to probably find out there are a few surprises, a few things that you weren't expecting about how the system works. Like this is a perfect example. Oh, yeah. by the way, you've got to move to New Hampshire to... You know, because it is actually legal to get gay married in New Hampshire, uh, as I understand it. So you'd have to move here. Gay state married. And then right by the state, Uh, which, of course, really, it's too bad that people think it's so important to get the state marriage. Because Mm -hmm. had they just contracted with one another individually, it would be a lot easier to end an agreement like that. But even so, in some places you get married, even if you get married by agreement and not by by the state, there's some places where if you live together for three years, they're going to consider you as married. Yep, common law. That's true. So you can't even avoid it in some places. I always want to take my friends who want to get a state marriage or state license to get married to family court. You know, just take them there for a day and, and let them at least witness that so before they make a decision. You know? Toll-free number here tonight, 855-450-FREE. Maybe you've been through some of this nonsense. You want to share your experiences with us or bring up whatever's on your mind as well. You can do that, too. 855-450-FREE. Take control. This is Free Talk Live. 
Are you excited about Flaming Freedom's bigger, gayer dance party at this year's Pork Fest? Oh, yeah. Well, you should be. There's going to be hopping dance music and a giant tent full of liberty lovers getting their gay on. By gay? Do you mean happy? Oh, uh, d- sure, Claire. Super Gay Dre is bringing his elite team of drag queens led by Violencia. There's going to be raffles for all kinds of prizes, as well as prizes for gayest costume, best drag queen, and best drag king. So get your ticket now for the insanely cheap price of just $5 at flamingfreedom.com slash dance party. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free if you would like. Bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And JJ. Allie is here courtesy of her radio program, Ladies in Keen. You can go to ladiesinkeen.com. That's K-E-E-N-E, ladiesinkeen.com to hear more of Allie. And the other ladies as well, Cecilia and Kate and uh, Shauna. We had Shauna on last week, yeah. Yeah, so you've got a a variety of hosts, and it's always always entertaining whenever I hear it. I was actually uh, here working the LRN.FM studio today, and a call came in. I picked it up, and uh, some guy was trying to call your show. Because really? the show well. airs as a, as a repeat on uh, Friday afternoons. Oh, I so see. So he was listening to the uh, the repeat. So I said that you should call Sunday after 11 a.m. And the ladies, I'm sure, would love to hear from you. We would. We yeah. love callers. So uh, ladiesandkeen.com for more of Allie. Our number here tonight is 855-450-FREE. A little bit more, I guess, about the gay marriage slash gay divorce issue. As you were pointing out here, Allie, there's uh, a news story that is bringing something forward that most people probably haven't really thought about. I wonder how many people think about this before well, they jokingly, get married. Well, jokingly, jokingly, you could hear individuals, especially in the news networks, you know, Fox, and that's that that whole negative, hateful station. <laughs> Excuse me, but anyway, uh, they they basically say, oh yeah, the, the quote unquote gay people want to get or gays want to get uh, married, but then what about divorce, huh? Do they want that too? You know, and like jokingly, mm. you know, sort of chide them with it? Yeah, but of of course they would want a right to be able to get off contracts if, you know, like, oh, gay people, you know, aside from straight people, gay people want to be married forever, whereas straight people right. only want to be married temporarily. No, I know, that's, there's no reason it, for that. <laughs> obviously, it's ridiculous, that whole network. Anyway. Well, you know, it's back to speculation as to why it is this way, because what the news is, is that, hey, looks like if you want to get divorced, you have to live in the state in which you were married for a certain period of time, six months to two years, depending on which state we're talking about. And that's a, that's a real shock for a, for a lot of people. I didn't know that. That's the first time I've heard of something like that, uh, because you can just waltz right in and get a marriage without any, th- any kind of provisions, just as long as you've got the money to afford it, basically. But getting the divorce is a completely separate matter, which is much more difficult. So the question is, well, why? Why is it that way? And I'd love to hear you speculate, if you'd like, 855-450-FREE. Maybe you know about, more about this than uh, than we do. But my speculation is there's a certain segment of people out there that believe because it's probably it's this way for all divorces, not just a gay divorce thing. It's it's all divorces. It's just that all 50 states you can get a divorce in it. Only if you're gay does this really affect you, because a lot of people will travel to one of the gay marriage states to get married, then go back to where they live so they can have their uh, their marriage. But that's when this question of divorce comes in. But the reason why could be something like, well, you have to live here because. 
we don't want people to get divorced because there's a certain segment of uh, folks out there. It's usually a religious crowd that, you know, we believe in the sanctity of marriage, and that means that you get married once, and that is it. People should not be able to get divorced. There are people that believe that. Sure, but I think those same people believe that gay marriage sullies that sanctity. And if, oh, of course they do. Wouldn't, <laughs> by that standard, wouldn't they want gay people to get divorced? Right. It's, it is, I, they I noted mean, in the article that's ironic that these places where they're against gay marriage, well, they should be for gay divorce and should allow that because that would be repenting, wouldn't it? <laughs> You make a good point, JJ, but these divorce provisions were not written specifically for the gay marriage thing, so no one was thinking about gay marriage when the divorce uh, laws were written. But that was just, that's the only thing I can really think of as to why they would generally have a provision of, well, you have to live here for two years in order to get a divorce just because we want to make divorce more difficult to get because of some sort of uh, idea that marriage is really a holy thing and that it's it's evil to uh, to get a divorce. Like, as though that, you know, Two people couldn't change or grow away from one another, and that divorce is somehow a negative thing every time. Sure. I, I think if if there's any sort of thought that divorce is a bad thing, I think in the context of the children, yes, you could definitely make that sort of determination in some cases. And then in some cases, you could be totally the opposite way and saying, yes, the children shouldn't be in this this argumentative situation in which they can't you know, agree with each other or well, anything. You got like that. an abusive parent or right, something. Exactly. Like so it's it's sort of like I could see both sides of that statement and I that's why why state Mary? Uh why? Why would you do that? I don't blame anyone who does because uh, they also have laws that prevent you from going to the hospital, for instance. So if a loved one is in the hospital and you go there and you try to say, Hey, I'm this person's partner, in some places they might just say, Well, you're not married can't visit. And I don't know where those places are or what those rules are exactly because I'm not married and I haven't had to really consider that. But that's what I it's my understanding that that's the case for a lot of things that there are certain bennies that you get from having a state marriage because there are so many laws that uh, that grant privileges to people. I, yeah. Tax breaks and stuff are nice. I yeah, I understand that, but I, at the same time, you know, I have to look at the whole who is enforcing this sort of policy or law and if it's the nurse that's sitting there outside the door saying to you, you know, my partner or whatever that, hey, you can't come in here, you can't see this person, you're not married, then I think, I think my, you know, th- that nurse ought to be asked, well, who are you helping by upholding this? You know, are you doing the right thing? Is this, is this good for your conscience to, to be making this silly decision because of a law? You know, then, then I think most, I mean, honestly, I think that's what a lot of medical school is learning about all the regulations you must follow. Probably. That's sad. And, you know, that's, that's a big deal to them. But what do you have to... If you're going in to see somebody you love who's in the hospital, what is it that you have to show them to prove that you're married? I mean, do they want you to bring a marriage certificate or something like that? That doesn't seem unless that your seems last ridiculous. name is the same. I, I would say that it, you would have to produce some sort of document if if it came down to it, where they were like strictly enforcing the law. Mm-hmm. Where yes, we need to see something. Otherwise, well, in, okay. If the case is this. Just to create a sort of loophole or or whatever, like if the person's life is on the line and the the hospital doesn't know this individual, there, there's no record that no one personally knows anything. And this in, another individual comes into the scene and says, "I can make decisions for them while they're unconscious." You know, I think most people will want the hospital to go. Well, wait a minute, who are, who are you? you, and yeah. why are you making these claims or decisions for this person? We would we want to verify that you actually have this ability. So in that sense, from a security standpoint, I could see 
there being some sort of way of validating. You should be able to, uh, not that they allow this, but you should be able to, in your civil union agreement, say, have a clause where you say, yes, this person, if I'm ever in some kind of life-threatening thing, like pull the plug or not, I give this person permission to mm-hmm. make a decision. They have living wills and things like that, That whether it's in the union agreement or a living will. I think there are ways do hospitals, to authorize somebody to do that sort of thing. I wonder if hospitals uh, will respect that if it's, you if know. If it's notarized, maybe? Yeah, good I question. I, this would be, you know, these good questions for some sort of an attorney right. uh, or <laughs> right. somebody that works for... None of us are attorneys. No, none right. of us know anything. And none of us work for a hospital. But maybe if you are an attorney or you do work for a hospital, maybe you have more familiarity with this particular subject. I'm just curious, you know, because like you said, if you got the same last name, that probably lends some credence to the claim that you're related. But uh, who's to say that you aren't... You know, the evil sister right. that uh, hates your guts that's oh coming gosh. in there trying to, uh, you know, get the well, feeding is... tube pulled out or something like that. So. <laughs> so, so she can inherit all of mom's money and not half of it. Who knows? Right. Well, so it's... what kind of checking does the hospital do on the person making the claim that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm his wife? Well, I think this is an opportunity for a free market solution, a sort of, you know, we had talked in the past, maybe here as activists, we talked about... IDs and coming up with uh, third-party methods of of uh, verification for various security reasons, mm-hmm. uh, bank accounts. Like if we credibility free, stuff. Yeah, free market bank banking or free market sort of co- contracts. You know, if you're going to make a contract for another individual, you kind of want to verify that this contract is made for the individual that I'm I'm talking to, mm-hmm. and not he didn't put someone else's name on it and address. So it's like a free market solution is is can can the free market provide a sort of certification ID system so that people can make these sorts of connections. They can make, yes, this person has permission, or this person is this person, or well, that the answer, sort of... of course, is yes. I mean, the market can do anything the government Little can. Little pieces of laminate paper, sure. <laughs> well, maybe there's something more creative, or, though. Yeah, something more fancy, something with more copy protection, etc. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you can bring up whatever you want. Arrested for making pipe bombs. Coming up, Free Talk Live. Tired of that same old government-free baklava from Mandrick? How about trying Stateless Sweets government-free fudge and caramel? Stateless Sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home. Order them as a gift, a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself, or catered for your next event. Go to statelesssweets.com. That's statelesssweets.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free if you'd like. Share with us what you want. 855-453. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Get interactive there. We've got listening options for you. Broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show. So different size uh, bit rates for different internet connection speeds, all of them free to listen to over at listen.freetalklive.com. Also free to listen to are over 100 great radio stations on AM and FM across the country. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com, link into the list of those. Plus, you can also tune in via XM Satellite Radio, where you can find us all 21 hours per week. We're on America's Talk 
uh, XM166 during the week. Uh, and then also on the weekends, they carry us on a different channel, which is uh, Extreme Talk XM165. Plus, we've got our KU Band free-to-air satellite channel, where you can find us, as well as other LRN.FM programs, and the webcam, as well as the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way as well. Head over to listen.freetalklive.com to learn about all of those options. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Still to come here tonight, the latest on the decline of Detroit. But first, a college student in Georgia, according to TheBlaze.com, is sitting in jail following a raid on her family home by the FBI, the ATF, and officers from several local law enforcement agencies. She's 23-year-old Cecilia Savage, and she's been charged with illegally possessing a destructive device as well as possession of a firearm while being an unlawful user of a controlled substance. Her father says she's not guilty. The multi-agency raid was conducted at the family's home in Cornelia, Georgia, on May 30th. Ms. Savage was arrested and charged due to uh, to be arraigned today in federal court. Hearing was postponed until next week. Until then, she remains in jail, held without bond. Now, you know, you might think this woman... Sounds dangerous. The federal government, the ATF, they had to step in to put a stop to her. I mean, she's building bombs out in the woods. That could be dangerous. She's got controlled substances. Yeah. Or yeah. she's unlicensed usage. She, out of control. She probably had a little bit of pot. Uh, the FBI alleges that Ms. Savage admitted to making as many as seven pipe bombs and exploding them as a hobby. Until late Friday, there was a YouTube video purporting to show Savage lighting a fuse on a bomb that would explode a commode in the woods. The video of the exploding toilet has since been removed by the user. Uh, the uh, Celia Savage's Facebook postings, one could see why the government people might have cause to speak with her. In her personal information, she posts the following. In her About section, it says, I despise all law enforcement and any governing authority. I'm not one for selective targeting but mass destruction. Wow. Well, that's yeah, that's, that's definitely going to be a bad. red flag. Yeah. She also describes herself as a Christian and an anarchist and then adds some quotes that reflect her philosophy. Uh, so down with the establishment, uh, according to Savage. I'm not sure who that well, is. I, I think it's very clear that if, if you're going to advocate violence, the state is going to treat you like a violent person and they're going to bring the ATF. They're going to raid your house. They're going to hurt all the people that surround you in order to get to you and uh right. that, even though she hadn't threatened anyone yeah by any evidence here but the advocation of violence does not help at all no it doesn't it does tend to attract attention of an unwanted sort uh i mean i feel bad for celia because i understand where she she's coming from i i used to believe that violence would well, I used solve to, problems i used to put firecrackers in model cars and blow don't, them up shh, don't say anything don't say that yeah when they i was they could be listening it was, it was more than seven years ago i'm not oh worried. is that right yeah okay. that's right <laughs> all right but see that's the thing it's like you know yes she wasn't harming anyone she wasn't she wasn't doing anything wrong that's you're blowing up stuff that's what look that's what we did as kids you know we yeah, get, what teenage boy hasn't exactly men m80 and thrown it at something exactly and it, it's just yeah, obviously you learn, and those, those people who are s- either foolish or unlucky or whatever, you know, they'll get hurt by it, and they'll learn to be much more careful with fireworks after that point, you know. But otherwise, people learn to handle things with, with kid gloves, if you will, and respect the danger inherent in the explosive, but don't be afraid of it. Don't let this 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 sort of item 
you know, cause you to, to fear it like it's a plague or something. You just learn to respect it. You learn to handle things in a safe manner. And and it seems like she probably did. I mean, instead of being a teenager who grows out of uh, blowing things up, she seems to have grown into it. And, uh, you know, she's 23 years old. She's still setting off pipe bombs I'm willing in the woods. To bet, I'm willing to bet a lot of the special effects people that are in Hollywood did exactly what this lady did. I bet you're except right they that. went to school and they're like, you know what? I really love this. How can I get paid to do it? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'd really love my fingers too, and I don't want to lose them. So they went about it, they went to school, and they blow stuff up to get, they get paid to blow stuff up. I think it's outrageous what has happened to Celia here, because while I don't agree that violence solves problems, I don't think there's a crime in building pipe bombs and exploding them in your backyard or in the woods. And it looks, it appears as though she has, you know, a little bit of property here. She's out in the middle of the woods blowing up toilets with, uh, with pipe bombs. I mean, whose business is that? It's nobody's business, and it makes me wonder... How did the feds get a hold of this? Like, what what was it that tipped them off? Are they just well, surfing I, I would, around YouTube looking for videos of people blowing stuff up? I think, yeah, that's that's definitely videos that show things blowing up, especially videos someone created. They're going to probably clue in on those videos through whatever tags and whatever. Saying stupid stuff on Facebook doesn't help. I think that sure. was what really got her in trouble is that that she has this. Oh, they're like, okay, who is this lady? Okay, we'll connect her Facebook directly connects to her YouTube account anyway. So what is she saying? Oh, she's talking about destruction. I think if she wouldn't have had that, maybe it would have only been the police to come over and, and say something. But the thing is, is like the ATF... They, they are like a machine. It's like the state is a machine. You put in these certain phrases, these certain actions, keywords here, and if, as long as you fill this template, they have a warrant and they go and execute it. Well, right. And if you can show people uh, you know, her information on Facebook uh, on, at her trial, then people are going to think, oh my gosh, she was going to plan some kind of, she was going to try to go up and shoot up some government building. They're going to think that. And uh, it might it, not be the case, of course. That probably isn't the case. You know, a lot, most people who talk about violence aren't actually willing to carry it out. Um, sometimes they'll like even act like they're going to do violence, but they never really or not never. Most of the time they don't actually commit it in a planned way. Most true. most riots, riots and things happen sort of reactively, not like in a let's go out and get them type yeah, thing. Yeah, it's usually a group think. And... So I don't think that I think it's silly to try to go after people like this, but uh, I think that it's really easy to convince others based on uh, her beliefs and what she puts out there about herself to convince others that she had ill intent. Right. According to several news reports, both father and daughter share a general dislike of intrusive government agencies. Her dad, Tommy, has been quoted as saying that I think everybody ought to be able to stay on their property, do whatever the heck they want to. I wish the government would stay out of her business or my business or whoever's. Right. This, I think this is a case of Big Brother. This is and a, I agree. You know, this is obviously they they got the uh, the hit from YouTube and then they looked on Facebook because Facebook just pours information into government hands. So obviously you have to watch what you put on Facebook, although it is a very useful tool. Um, but yes, this is just a case of Big Brother. They they put a couple connections together and they raided her house. And this is how Big Brother works, though, is that that's why you have to be very vigilant in the messages that go out there because Big Brother just puts together ABC right. and, and then you, kicks in doors. Right, and then you don't know what the, the stupid laws are that they're going to charge you with. I mean, exactly. who, who would have known that you know playing with explosives as a personal hobby would be a federal criminal act where she could be facing years in a government prison wow. for this, all because she 
has an interest in this, and you don't. Nobody knows what these rules are. I mean, her dad says that uh, his child is innocent, and of course he's right. She's innocent in that she's never harmed another exactly. person, nor has she threatened to harm another person. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's got some things on her Facebook page that might suggest that she believes that violence could solve problems. But ultimately, she hasn't threatened anybody sure. in government or anybody in you know bus- in the business world or anybody in her personal life. Uh, there's an allegation that has been made uh, by somebody, uh, some anonymous supporter who says that uh, it's it's not someone they've been watching for years. This person claims that last week someone decided to make a call to the government and destroy her life because of a personal vendetta. Interesting. Uh, so that's what someone hmm. anonymous has claimed online about this. Well, I, I'm but, definitely, I feel like really bad for this girl, and I don't think that she should be getting hassled for this. But I will say that uh, I just think that when people put themselves out there like that that they really make themselves an e- easy target when they no doubt. when they give people um you know a reason to think that they 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 are cool with violence and then they start you know putting up stupid videos then yeah of course people are going to make a connection people well, and it's easy to frame someone like that well yeah and, and then with the uh, as you said the snitch hotline People, they just get a uh, bug up their butt about something. I don't one care. phone if, call. Yeah, one phone call is all it takes, and there's the doors getting kicked in. 855-450-FREE. And if that person, if it was what they suggested, if it was that one person, maybe they copied her Facebook info, and they were the ones that sent yep. that in. Maybe they did all the work for the feds. Mm-hmm. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control. Hour 2 is next. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. C-Crane's Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the C-Crane company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi antenna at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com, drop by, get interactive there. Lots of stuff for you to do. One of those things is to create the content of the site, should you want to. You may go and add things to the site, which can then be voted on by other listeners. You can add a news item or blog post or YouTube video or whatever it is you find online that you think is interesting. Submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. It is then voted upon and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website. And it kind of gives you an idea of what Free Talk Live listeners think is useful or interesting or fun or whatever is most important at the moment uh, because it's always updating because thankfully listeners like you are always participating every single day by submitting new things to it and voting on the stuff that's already there. So go to freetalklive.com, get interactive there, and you'll you'll probably find some interesting news you had not necessarily heard about yet. Uh, over at freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian here. Allie. And JJ. So uh, to bring you up to speed, in case you're just tuning in, uh, by the way, we still have to talk about Detroit and its continuous downward spiral and what's going on with them. Uh, but at the at the end of the last hour, for those of you just tuning in, we were talking about a young lady, 23-year-old Celia Savage, 
been charged with illegally possessing a destructive device. How do you legally possess a destructive device? I would imagine you'd have to beg the government's permission to be able to have such a device. Or have a a special badge, I think, that grants you the the, uh, license of a police officer, I suppose, is the uh, special permission. Sure. If you're working for the state, you probably have got the pass. (laughs) Or imagine like Blackwater, you know, like there's a private company run by private individuals. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they have all kinds of special leeway once the government's uh, good buddies with you. You know, as long as you're working for the state, we'll let you do anything you want. You can have as many bombs as you want, uh, but if you're out in the middle of the woods putting a pipe bomb in a toilet, then that's apparently evidence of federal criminal activity. And that's what's going on with uh, Celia Savage. She's now facing years in prison as a result of this. Plus, uh, apparently she... Now, they don't go into this uh, here on theblaze.com, which is actually a site that I believe Glenn Beck started. Uh, because, I don't know, maybe it's because it's a bunch of conservatives running this site that don't want to talk about the controlled substance that she was allegedly in possession of. But I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say it was probably a little bit of pot. So the fact that she had some bombs and some guns in a house and had some pot, too, means that she is now facing even more time in prison. It's just like I said, it's it's sort of the... Once you create a system of involuntary contracts based on words on papers, you have these sort of pieces of paper that some of them are called tickets. You've probably seen a piece of paper like this called a parking ticket or a speeding ticket or a driving ticket. But basically, they just find checkboxes. And in this case, they had checkboxes next to explosive material, a checkbox next to uncontrolled substance or a controlled substance through unlicensed usage, blah, blah, blah. And then a checkbox next to um, destruction and, um, you know, whatever government hate or something like that. And then this yields a federal prison time. I mean, it's like that. Oh, by the way, I did just dig up some more information here from a different piece. This one at the New York Daily News. This one claims they actually found not just pot, but they found some meth uh, at her house. Oh. That's pretty scary. Now, whether that's true or not is another question. Yeah, but still, it's it, once again, we go back to the idea of self-ownership and, you know, is meth going to kill people? Like, no, the person commits the action of killing people. Meth is just a substance like any other substance, whether it's Drano or meth they're putting in their body. It's that person's decision that doesn't equate to you know, uh, destruction of government or property or anything like that. So. I wonder, not that people that like explosive stuff or, you know, I know lots of guys are really into that um, and women, but I wonder if that thrill-seeking personality trait would also lend itself to people who like, you know, thrill-seeking drugs. Like, isn't meth something where it sort of gets you going and keeps you up for a long time? And I've not done meth myself, but I, <laughs> Me neither. I, I, I know that it's in some ways related to speed. So mm-hmm. basically, yes, mm-hmm. I know people who've done meth and then drove for like 16 hours straight because they couldn't fall asleep. So they just went driving. Wow. Yeah. So your thoughts are certainly welcome here at 855-450-FREE. But, Allie, I know that there was a perspective that you wanted to share uh, or get a little bit deeper into on this. I think it's important. Yes. So I guess lately, uh, JJ and I have been working on video creation. And one of the uh, videos I'm currently working on making is one sort of uh, tying in the civil rights movement and movements today with this whole um, difference in opinion about what is the proper method to go about uh, sort of bringing oppressors are like bringing about justice or you know uh dealing with oppression and uh 
personally, I agree with Martin Luther King about how showing people love and peace through direct action, as he called it, is probably the best way to go about it. Um, making people feel uncomfortable with their uh, the ideas that they hold that, you know, if they're going along with the status quo, then you show them how the status quo is wrong and then they have to deal with that on a mental basis. But then there's uh, there were political activists like Malcolm X who advocated for uh, not just self-defense, but, you know, would sort of focus on scenarios in which, you know, um, you've got the two groups, the white man, the black man, and how the black man needs to defend himself against the white man. And I think that this sort of perspective lends itself to uh, making people think about uh, an us versus them sort of philosophy Mm -hmm. on how to bring about justice. And I think that it's really destructive to movements. So I've been sort of thinking about this a lot lately. And this story sort of reminds me of a lot of uh, a lot of libertarians will be sort of have this perspective where it almost seems like, yeah, that their goals are just to go and, you know, sort of be on their own and do their own thing on their own land. And as, you know, as a voluntarist, I respect the will to do that. But these types of uh, people get typecasted and made to seem like violent people because of their defense or because they like to talk a lot about defensive force. And I just I think that it sort of makes people think that, you know, this separatism idea, this idea of people separating each other off and and not working together with one another, um, it's kind of sending the wrong message in my my eyes. Yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Having been uh, one of those guys who, you know, I had those fantasies about, well, if they're going to come and get me, I'm going to take out as many as I can before they do. This was how I used to think. And uh, and it's it is a very kind of fear based mentality, you know, uh, and, and there's a lot of reason for people to be afraid. You know, you look around and there's all kinds of terrible things that the government people are doing to people. I mean, this this young lady never threatened anybody. She does not belong in a jail cell. She's not she's not harmed anyone. No one has alleged that she's harmed anybody. And so people will look at these stories, the folks you're talking about that maybe are prepared for the end uh, with some sort of violent end. They'll look at these stories and they'll say, "See, see, this is the reason. This is the these government guys are evil. They're hurting people, and they need to be stopped." And so they'll get into this uh, process of kind of uh, you know preparing for the end by arming up, getting as many guns as they they can, buying a bunch of ammo, buying bombs, or which building doesn't bombs. mean that just because someone collects guns means that they're one of these people. Because I know people who you know, don't think that there's some violent end coming or that at least they don't they don't want that at all. I think I don't really think anyone wants that, but they don't fantasize about that, that necessarily. But they just really like to collect guns and they like to make things go boom. But it, they don't tie that into their uh, their idea of what what's to come. I don't think I think uh, after some of the, the research that Ali's done and, you know, talking about this, the differences between. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. I think there there's some great uh, learning tools there and how they conducted themselves. And and it's, it's sort of like Malcolm X and Martin Luther. They they both had different ways of doing things. They couldn't have the same supporters because the supporters for Martin Luther King only wanted to see nonviolent sort of action, direct action, whereas supporters who were for Mar- Malcolm X mm. were basically like, well, we'll take it at whatever cost necessary do whatever's necessary is is sort of the philosophy whereas martin luther king was more like we must take every effort to make sure that we're peaceful right 
and we can't adopt that same philosophy. And so there was a stark contrast between the two. Yeah, it's fascinating looking uh, at Malcolm X, actually. I didn't really learn anything about him in government school, but I did have the chance to read a very interesting uh, biography about him, a, a fairly recent one, while I was in jail. And he did start to change uh, right before they took his life. More coming up. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want toll-free, 855-453. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you will find there completely free. Uh, By the way, features including stuff like our mobile site. You can go to m, as in mobile, freetalklive.com, and you'll get quick access to our live streams and the software that you'll need to tune it in over at m.freetalklive.com. Plus, another great site for you, freedomsphoenix.com. They're uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are provided the real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go to freedomsphoenix.com and get signed up for their free daily dispatch. Once again, that's freedomsphoenix.com. As we continue here, we will, of course, take your phone calls about whatever you want. Joining you in the studio, it's Ian. Allie. And JJ. And uh, so we've been talking about violence which was uh, predicated by this news story about a young lady out of Georgia who was caught, uh, college-age girl, uh, 23 years old. She has been arrested for building bombs, essentially. She had a hobby of exploding pipe bombs for fun. You know, build the bomb, blow it up, or use it to blow something up like a toilet out in the middle of the woods, as was shown on one of her YouTube videos, which has at this point been taken down. Uh, She is currently in a jail cell. Uh, being held without bond, as though she's some sort of how dangerous old, person. How old is this? Twenty-three years 23, old. Twenty-three. Okay. As though wow. she's some sort of dangerous uh, potential killer. And what led to all this was allegedly somebody who didn't like her snitching her out to the feds, and they then went in and raided her house and confiscated her, all her guns and confiscated her bombs and confiscated, uh, I guess, allegedly some drugs uh, that were there. And now she's facing several years in prison. And maybe, you know, I don't think that anybody should look at this and say, well, I I shouldn't play with explosives if that's what I like to do. If that's what you like to do, by all means, keep playing with explosives. But I guess you should really keep it quiet and try not to tell anybody about it. It's sad we don't actually have free speech. And that's what this is. This is a case where this society, we do not have free speech. If you say certain things, go out and and threaten the president publicly and see what happens. See if the Secret Service calls you or something like that. You shouldn't threaten people. Well, no, no. I I mean, as an an illustrative point, as if you have free speech. I don't think threats fall under free speech. Right. Well, that's a a tricky area. It is a tricky area. I think, regardless, okay, let's, let's remove threats. Okay, this is... 
obviously threats we can debate on whether or not if the threat was credible, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Um, but just in this country, if you say certain words, you're going to be scrutinized. I think that's what I'm trying to mean to say, is that if you use certain language in uh, a media sense or on Facebook or on some some medium that someone can report or capture and then send to an, an agent of the state, you can be scrutinized simply because you said certain words. Right. If you advocated the type of things against the U.S. government, the U.S. government advocates against Middle Eastern governments, right. then yeah, you've, you're going to have a problem uh, with you know state agents possibly coming and investigating you. Right. So better to just keep those opinions uh, to yourself, unfortunately. But it's too late for Celia because she is now sitting in a prison cell awaiting some sort of a hearing, which uh, they're not giving her any bond. So who knows when she's going to see the light of, uh, of day in the, the near future. And it, it is sad that it, uh, you know, this is what's happening, but it is what's happening. And it's another reason to try to get away from this violent mentality, the idea that violence is going to solve problems. It's not going to. Right. It just makes things worse. Every single time it's tried, it makes things worse. Go ahead, look at the example after example. Great example, of course, is uh, the killdozer guy, the guy that uh, you know was so he was so sick and so tired of how the local government was treating him, where he lived. He armored up a bulldozer, spent a, you know a significant amount of time and money. This is what he did: was he spent the time to put armor on a bulldozer and essentially created a tank. Yes, and that definitely from coming from a manufacturing and metalworking background, he put a lot of labor into that. Yeah, all by and himself. resources because that metal is not cheap. And then he got himself into that tank and armed up with some uh, some weapons and proceeded to take that tank around the town, crash it through the government buildings, and I don't believe he ended up killing anybody. Uh, he did end up killing himself after the killdozer, I believe, ran up against something and it could not move at a certain point. The police surrounded it. It was at that point, I believe, that he did, then did uh, shoot himself to death. And that was the end of that story. But did what he did make the police go away? No. No, of course not. Did the not. government uh, decide to go ahead and shut down since he destroyed all their buildings? No. No, they probably took more tax money from the locals and proceeded to rebuild their buildings in a much more... I'm just going to go out on a limb here because it's how government tends to work. If they get to build something, they usually build it bigger yeah. and right. with more money behind it. So odds are good what was like you know a ramshackle little uh, town uh, office was then rebuilt into some sort of Taj Mahal uh, office after that. I mean, in how many places where these people have gone nuts on government workers have things gotten better? Right. And not to mention, it makes people feel, oh, I feel so sorry for my government officials now because look at how they're persecuted for their beliefs. Oh, right. my gosh. I feel I love the government. And I, they're so noble for for sitting in their, you know, in their offices. They're constantly under threat from these crazy radicals. And we need to take down these crazy radicals, you know. Right. And they, 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 and they look crazy, even though I can understand where they're coming from. Like, man, it's frustrating when the government regulates you out of business. It's frustrating. Yep. It's angering when the government hurts your family or puts your brother or sister or your loved ones in a cage uh, for having a little bit of pot. I mean, there's so many different things that they do to people that are so hurtful and so destructive of innocent life. It's easy to get upset about it. But going right back to what you were saying before, Ali, about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, and JJ, but, uh, you know, King and his people were facing some of the most oppressive 
uh, governmental restrictions. Right. That, they had a uh, little worse than us, I think. It's a yeah. lot, It was awful. We uh, watched video. We watched video of how they trained themselves to take blows without fighting back. Really? Yeah. I mean, they literally had to vet who was the per- the individual to take on this role of sitting there and taking this punishment because some people some, are just going to fight back. Some people will fight back, even if they say they won't. Exactly. So they actually tested them and they put them in these circumstances where they were calling them every n- bad name in the book, and then they started actual physical. But it was like right. But it was like the whole they were when they were training and stuff. It was like it sounds like some hazing thing. But from the video, they like were laughing and stuff at the end, and it it was totally consensual. But at first, it it was like yeah, it seems like they realized it was very serious stuff. But that is serious because they know what they're up against. They know they're up against some racists with power and no accountability, and they can get away with murder in some cases. And they want you to fight back. They, they want, sure as hell do. Yeah, they wanted the the, the uh, sort of peaceful resistance individuals to fight back so they could justify the violence that they were already using. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really one of the most important points is that that's what they expect. And that's why the FBI has been hunting around here recently in Keene, New Hampshire. In case you missed it, the story's over at freekeen.com. Uh, and I guess you guys uh, are going to cover that on – did you already cover that this we Monday? Yeah, okay. we covered it on Monday. I haven't Monday. seen the episode yet. Is the episode up yep. at freekeen.com? It's a great episode. Yep. So Freekeen TV. You can see more about uh, what's going on here. But the FBI, like all of these aggressive agencies, they use tools of aggression. So they figure everybody's like that. They figure everybody's going to use tools of aggression because that's what people tend to do. They tend to fight back. uh, And that's that's why they're looking for violent people within our peaceful movement. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the number here. 855-450-3733. You can bring up whatever you want. Take control. Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. Take control of the airwaves toll-free here at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. A lot of features there for you, free, of course. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. You can get interactive with our other Free Talk Live listeners there. It's our, essentially, it's our listener forum. But I'll also be posting some show prep there tonight uh, to give you an idea of what we ended up using on the air. You can link over to the stuff that you heard about. bbs.freetalklive.com will take you there as we go to the phones to the fun. Let's talk to Dave listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going? Hey, great. What's on your mind? Cannabis beans. You know, when you guys when you start ripping on a girl that gets in trouble, because they're ripping on the fact that she got in trouble for pot, and you mentioned conservative, you know, with kind of a snarky attitude. You know, I kind of get it, maybe, sort of, but not really. I mean, guys, we're so close, but yet so far. If you can prove to me that somebody's smoking a pot cigarette or a joint or whatever next to me, uh, that I won't get high, then that's fine, because you, you can't get high off of secondhand smoke. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm a, little, get- I, I'm a little confused at what you're getting at. Well, I think you were, well, you guys are kind of critical because this girl who apparently was making the bomb 
or whatever she was doing. She also had pot. Now, you guys didn't like that very well. No, I didn't. no, no one was critical here. I fully support your right to put whatever you want in your own body. Actually, we, we stated that uh, based on self-ownership, she should be able to put pot or meth or, or Drano in her body and for all we care. That's that's her business. My okay, statement about, just to, cl- just, to, just to make sure the record's clear, Dave, uh, my statement yeah. was in regards to the, the website that I was reading the story about. This was a young lady who's been arrested by the, uh, the feds for uh, having bombs, yeah. and she also had drugs with those bombs. My statement was that it's, it was curious that the website, which is a conservative website, theblaze.com, did not yeah. get into the detail on what the alleged drugs were. I had to go to another news source in order to find out what the drugs were. So they were only focusing on the possession of the weapons aspect right. of it, and I was criticizing them for not going into detail on the rest of the story. It had nothing to do well, with my opinion about drug use. I fully support uh, your right to alter your own consciousness. Well... And that's great, except for one thing. In order to be, you know, completely, uh, I guess, uh, non-hypocritical on that, she's not going to she, she's not going to be able to exhale. What I, are you talking whatever about? She wants, because I'm going to the pot thing, yeah. and you guys are consistently critical of, of anybody who. I think you're listening to the like wrong radio show. Critical of anybody no, who no, no, what? No. Who who you who should be who you think should be allowed to use pot? Now, the fact when have we been critical website, of anybody who smoked pot? No, you're you're being critical of people who think it should be illegal. Oh, you know, oh. That's, that's, that's so you believe that pot so, should be illegal? Oh, unless unless you decide not to exhale, yeah. Because, I mean, it, because why does that have anything to do with fair. anything at all? I don't get it. Because you guys, you guys were apparently a little missed that you brought up the fact she had drugs, like you know it should be allowed, or like. You know, drugs, no big deal. It's like she had chewing gum. No, yeah. I mean, if they wanted to bust her for having drugs, that's what did. It's and, a flower, and, and, dude. We're talking about cannabis here? It's a flower. No, it's, it's, it okay, is like chewing gum. And what happens? Huh? Exhale it, and what happens? What, what happens when you exhale it? Uh, nothing. And there's anybody around you? Nothing. It doesn't want to smell it. No. Oh, it smells oh, bad. Oh, I see. Like like bo. Can, what about what about bo? I think bo has more of a smelly after Does it effect. Alter your abilities in any way? I think yeah. If someone's bo is really bad, I'm going to be really upset by that. <laughs> I can't stay in the same room with somebody. <laughs> no, who's, oh no. That no no no. You asked if it alters my abilities or my behavior. Yes, uh, I can't no, even no, no. be in I the think, same room. No, I think he's trying to make he's trying to make a point about oh if you're if you're smoking pot then even if people who don't smoke pot and don't want to get higher around you then they're going to get high because of your secondhand smoke that sounds like what he's trying to say well first of all sir i would never smoke pot and blow it in your face that would be pretty rude uh would you smoke it in public well yeah of course i mean what's wrong with smoking things in public no no. No, if you're if you're in a mall or if you're in a restaurant uh first of all if it's a mall or a restaurant i'm on private property and the private property owner gets to decide who is allowed to smoke or not on their property unless you live in some state it's my car, so I would get to decide. No, 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 no it's not your highway. <laughs> oh, you're are worried you about other drivers? <laughs> are you kidding me, guys? You are ridiculous. Are you for real, Dave? Are you, just, are you trolling? Are you trolling? Why? I'm sorry. No, no thumbs down. Thumbs down. You Drop the call. You, you cannot control <laughs> the pot smoke. You have to exhale it. And where does that pot smoke? Are you really serious? <laughs> I mean, yeah. really? You want to smoke pot while you're driving? You think that should be okay? 
I, no, no, no. I guess what he, I guess, okay, so, yeah, if you're driving on the highways, if it's like a privately owned highway, they might say, oh, no, everyone on this highway has has to, uh, whatever, you're not allowed to be under under the influence of any substances, like pills, pot, drugs, whatever. Hopefully they would have, like, smart rules about it. But, yeah, uh, I mean, they could have rules about what you're allowed to be under the influence of when you're operating machinery on their highway. Are you really okay, suggesting that by somebody... I just somebody... make sure that you pot hippies are, you know, not going to blow it anywhere where I'm going to be. Oh, no. Seeing as how you're so... It <laughs> might chill so you out. Wait, yeah, what dude, about... It might make you more relaxed yeah, about... less you could of a use jerk. A toker too. Wait, so if it's not effective, like if cigarette smoke, secondhand smoke, doesn't make people addicted to nicotine, then... No, it's not, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, is it something that will alter motor skill? Oh, actually, so nicotine... Wheel, nicotine is shown to... Well, you know, let's compare nicotine and pot. I think pot. Okay, yeah, let's compare. More people die from nicotine than from pot. Back that up. On the highway. Yeah, in in life, buddy. Drunk. Why would you want to drive high? More people drive drive sleepy than they do drunk. Are you going to ban people from sleeping too little? I'm just picking on you, potheads, because you just you get so upset when oh she got caught with pot. Oh, here we go. The big bad government's coming to get us again. Well, you know, you do get high from pot. Oh my god! If, if gonna, and if, what's if, wrong with that? Don't you get high from alcohol too? Do you drink, Dave? Okay. You're not allowed. There are certain places you're not allowed to take alcohol. Does that stop people? The regulating <laughs> pot is is not this huge sin that conservatives are guilty of. Well, wait. Well, no, okay, liberals so liberals are guilty of it too. I'd like to point out. So, the, so here's the difference: is like I think that people and whoever it is, conservative or whatever, can make rules yeah. about property they own, and they probably will make a rule that no one on their property can smoke pot. But I don't like uh, the DA, DEA going on to other people's property and telling them that they can't have something, uh, some anything that they don't like. It's it's someone else's property. That's a violation of private property rights. Well, I, that's I, what I'm, I'm against. Not talking about, yeah, I'm not talking about private property at all. What I'm saying is... But that's what it all comes down to, street. is what we're saying. Well, not, no, if, if you're on a public street or if you're out in a, you know, a public square, you know, I'm assuming you guys don't think that you should, that people should be allowed to light up Marijuana. Well, if it's public, then yeah, they own it too. So if it belongs to everyone, wait a then... minute, hold on. All right, first of all, Dave, Dave, yeah. I have been in the Central Square in Keene, New Hampshire, with a group of people, and yeah. people have smoked cannabis there. And if you don't want to, if you don't want to inhale the cannabis, don't stand right in front of was me it, as I'm smoking the joint. I'm not going to make an effort to blow anything in your face. That but would be rude. Problem. That would be a violation of your personal space. But, but if you're downwind pot. somewhere and you can smell the aroma of the pot being smoked, that in no way, shape, or form is having any effect on you. Were you on public property when you were smoking that joint? Well, yeah. So what? Well, then you shouldn't. You shouldn't have been able to. But wait, he owns it, though. But wait, can I smoke a no, cigarette no, no, on no, public no, property? No, no, no. no. no because you, you're, State you're, says so. you're over the line of. You also have to have common courtesy on public. Can property. I smoke a cigarette on public home. property? Yeah, because it doesn't alter anybody around you. What what makes you think that smoke somebody smoking a joint on uh, you know in the public park who's standing ten, uh, 10 to 15 feet away from you is going to somehow alter you? What if they're standing 5 feet away? 
You are being ridiculous. No, I'm saying. You are being ridiculous. The only way you're going to get high, sir, the only way you're going to even have a chance of feeling any sort of effect is if I go walk up right into your face and blow it up your nose. Nice try, troll. No. No, you have no, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Thanks for the no. call. 855-450-FREE. Do you think he was for real? No, he was trolling. That was totally a troll. It was just set up to be recorded to be used against us. Total troll. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I don't think anything can be used against me. Uh, 1-855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. If you don't want to get a buzz off of some secondhand smoke, don't lock yourself in a car with some pot smokers. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. Yeah, this is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want, even if it's totally absurd, 855-450-FREE, and based on absolutely no legitimate observation of reality, 1-855-450-3733, and you can join us on our website as well over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features for free. Head over to freetalklive.com tonight. It's Ian here with you. Allie. And JJ. Oh, and by the way, I have a, uh, a new device that uh, I'm using here, the LRN.FM studios. It's out in the, uh, the kitchen right now. Uh, but you can put it anywhere where you can get Wi-Fi. So it's C-Crane's Super, uh, excuse me, C-Crane's Wi-Fi Internet Radio, the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. 18,000 radio stations are available to you from around the world. Uh, so you'll never have an issue finding the kind of music that you're looking for or talk radio that you want to hear because they've got it all. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, MP3 Tunes, you can get them through CC, uh, the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. And the best part about it, it costs you absolutely nothing to operate. There's no subscription service or fee or anything like that. You pay for the radio and then it's good for those, as long as those internet streams are online, which is probably going to be a long time. Uh, so you can go and, of course, you can use it to listen to Free Talk Live's live stream. You can also listen to LRN.FM, the live stream there as well. So those are just two of the 18,000 uh, potential streams you can tune in. Two into. that you actually need to pay attention to, though. Yeah, they're two very important <laughs> ones. Uh, so you can play your, you know, maybe you've got an old favorite radio station from a place you used to live. You can't tune them in on the radio anymore, but you can get them if they've got an internet stream. With the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. Go and get one over at the C. Crane Company's website. You'll find their products are the best uh, in their, uh, in the, that I've ever seen at least. The best and certainly they are well known within the radio industry for their quality. It's not just uh, Wi-Fi radios. They've also got actual radios as well. It can do AM and FM tuning as well as ham and weather band. So ccrane.com, C-C-R-A-N-E, that's ccrane.com. Plus, if you mention Free Talk Live when you check out, you'll get a free flashlight. As we go to your calls, uh, to a different Dave. This one's David in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live, David. Hey, yo, Viva Kenny Bus. Hey, David, uh, you heard that last <laughs> call with the other Dave from Indianapolis, right? Yeah. What, what, did you, what would you say to Dave from Indianapolis about his uh, paranoia regarding... 
people smoking pot in his vicinity and possibly catching a buzz. Well, like you say, if you're blowing it right in his face, or you know, like a shotgun or something, that's about the only way. But here in Montana, you know, they uh, just recently passed uh, no smoking in bars and restaurants. And what the excuse they used was that the employees of the restaurants and bars were at risk due to the secondhand smoke. Yep, that's a common excuse. Yes, it is. And it is just an excuse because all of those employees knew before they took the job that there was smoking allowed in those. Plus um, a lot of, like the bar I worked in, all of us smoked. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, non-smoker in the whole group of us. Every restaurant, it seems like everyone who works there smokes. There's certainly a lot of it. And a lot of them smoke pot, too. But anyway, I called up uh, because I recently called a few uh, high-ranking talk shows, kind of, you know, the major main ones, and Mm -hmm. try to talk about this topic of medical marijuana. And they they say it's not an issue. Oh, really? Give us some names. Give me, give me this, some names. Who did you try to call? Uh, one was Alan Combs. One Alan was Combs. Mike Church. One was... Uh, Mike Church. Now, by the way, Alan Hannity, Combs... Hannity a, uh, wouldn't even talk to me. They, of course they, not. The screener sent me away. I try to hit the big one. Beck never didn't want to talk about it. Alan Combs is, is a uh, known liberal. I was actually on the, the talk Rumble with him this year. You would think that a liberal would understand, uh, would be more likely than, say, a conservative host to understand that marijuana is an issue issue. they don't under it's such a big that's why they're trying to disc it because it's epic we have 16 states that's representing 60 million people at least and we recently had another state can connecticut in the face of, of with defiance in the face of the federal government's tyranny attack on its own citizens with machine guns against women and children, families that are given permission by their individual states to, to conduct a business. And, and it's like a, an actual revolution happening, and, and nobody wants to talk about it. It's, this, it's, it's epic. It, it's epic. If we look back on this in history, this is the only time 16 states defiantly goes up against the federal government and says, we're going to give our people permission to use this wonderful plant mm-hmm. that has been given to us by our creator. And, 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 and 25,000 right. uses could p- supply But so yet it's not jobs. an issue. It's not an issue that, uh, that 800,000 right. people they, they, are arrested. There's 800,000 people in jail. No, 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 that's per year. Dave, that's that's eight hundred. Dave, that's eight hundred thousand per year are arrested. Right, pot. but there's eight hundred thousand incarcerated. Uh, incarcerated? I would think it'd be right. more than that. But right. uh, I and nonviolent, it. nonviolent people. This is this is ludicrous in the land of the home of the free. And so land you're saying you called several talk radio programs and were rebuffed by all of them. And by the way, the the Mike Church uh, show is a, he's an alleged liberty minded guy. I don't know if it's true. I think he's probably one of those well, conservatives. I got himself in a libertarian. only because I got in only because there was a sit-in dude, and and that guy dismissed it like it wasn't nothing. Wow. Wow. So did anybody take you seriously on this issue? 
Alan Combs a little bit, and I'm going to call him tonight and, and ram it again, but he says it's not an issue. It's not an issue. He tried, but he'll let me speak. So you actually got on Alan Combs' show, but the rest of the yeah. shows, you didn't make it past the call screener? I got on to church show. With the fill-in the, guy. The other call screeners wouldn't let me on. Wow. They say it's not an issue. Thanks for the rundown, Dave. Anything else you want to share tonight? No, I just say that we got to speak. You know, we, they're not going to shut us up. I've been in this battle 44 years, and finally I hear hemp commercials on, on certain radio stations. And I did a dance, a celebration, when I heard the word hemp coming over the airwaves. So now we can't even grow this plant that they're selling in our country. What's, that's crazy. That's ludicrous. Yep. That our own farmers can't grow this plant. I gotta support Canadian farmers and pay all kinds of tax and stuff and all this. It's crazy. It's, it's outrageous, and I am with you uh, completely, Dave. I appreciate your call and thank you for making it tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. And also, yet another example of why Free Talk Live is uh, such an important part of the uh, the talk radio business because. You can't just call into these other shows with uh, the issue that you think's important. Well, and that's, you know, a lot of the shows dictate the issues that are important, whereas I, I think this show lets the caller determine what's important, and I think that's valuable. I mean, we can have our opinions. Certainly somebody can call in, and uh, I have been guilty of saying, well, that doesn't really matter much to me, right. but that doesn't mean that you won't get heard. So, for instance, like pop culture, for instance, yeah. That doesn't really seem. Yeah, right. I, don't. I don't care what's going on, Jersey Shore. But, but I think that's that's good about this show. This show typically tends to talk about the type of topics. That's a lot of teas that interest people who care about what's going on, not that want to be distracted. Yeah. So it's it's clearly a show for those individuals who really want some knowledge and not distraction. Let's continue with you and your thoughts. Going to Michael in Louisiana. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Ali, and JJ. Hey, I wanted to call about the show yesterday, I believe. You okay. talked the panel was the female panel and you talked about the was two days ago. Uh, structural inequalities between women and men. And I was wondering how you can try to tackle those things when women usually don't make choices like taking riskier jobs or working full time. So in part when uh, one of those female panelists had talked about um women trying to pull women into the upper tiers of business and to try to use um force essentially by one of these Man, you know, um, Obama kind of, you know, equality mandate things. It doesn't really create equality. So I'm a little confused at what you're saying. First of all, none of the sh- the hosts on the show tonight were here the night you're talking about. Uh, so well, it was it was the female panel last night. That wasn't last night. That would have been two nights ago. Or the night before, rather. Uh, so I guess I'm I'm a little confused as what you're getting at. What is it that are you asking a question? Well, are you making a statement? I'm, I'm uncertain. I'm making a statement. They'd uh, advocated that females pull more females into the upper tiers of business. With the, the, um, you're saying that one of the hosts of the show made that that, that they advocated that. Yeah. And so they were saying women, that just women, promote women because of the fact that they're women? Well, they were taking the fact that there's a gap in women in the higher tiers of business, as CEOs and whatnot, but women usually work less hours, and additionally, they usually are more, they're more frequent to work part-time, work less dangerous jobs. I, I tell you what, I want to bring you back here. Hang on, Michael. I'm not sh- I, I want to make sure I can understand what you're saying before we can comment on it here at 855-450-FREE. I don't think it's really fair to say women do X because women are different. They're individuals. So, Allie, I know you work a lot. More coming up here. 855-453. Free Talk Live. 
There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception, bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can bring up anything you want toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Allie. And JJ. We continue with you and your calls. Uh, For those of you just tuning in, We had uh, Michael, or we have Michael, rather, on the line in Louisiana, and he's calling about a conversation that happened a couple of nights ago when uh, Stephanie, Julia, and Nemi were hosting the show. Uh, There was some discussion, I guess, about women and the workplace, and you made some some statements. You you claim – now, obviously, none of us were here on the show tonight. We're here on Wednesday night, so none of us were privy to that conversation – um, but you say that the hosts on the show that night, Michael, one of them made the statement that women in the workplace should lift up other women to to promote other women just because of the fact that they're women? Not not exactly that, but it, the facts weren't really brought up in terms of women making uh, making less than men. The wage gap wasn't really portrayed accurately. For example, men are drastically more likely to do dangerous work, for example, mining in Australia or oil derrick work in North Dakota, those kind of things. Men, for example, make up more than 92% of workplace deaths in addition. But wait a minute. No, how is it even fair to look at what men do on average as far as the danger of their work? Shouldn't we, if we're comparing salaries, be comparing exact same jobs? Shouldn't we look, shouldn't we look at, you know, well, a woman janitor makes you're X, making, but a male janitor makes point. Y? You're make, no, you're making my point. For example, women on average are much more likely to go into fields that are under, that comparatively make less, such as psychology, uh, education, those kind of things. So even though... What are you basing this off of? Statistics from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. Okay, well, I just wanted to... Okay, no, I mean, no, I'll I mean, take, I'll take you at your word that women saying. don't tend to get into as risky of careers, but ultimately, I, was, I don't really... I, I guess was, I don't know where you're going saying, with this. Well, what I was saying was, when comparing the wage gap, when women make, you know, only, quote-unquote, 75% as much as men, when you can correct for the same type of degree or the same amount of experience, because women are more likely to work less or work mm-hmm. part time, regardless if you want to say that's because of families or whatever. It, if you if women work less, they're going to accordingly make less. But when you correct for the amount of time worked and experience and degrees, you'll find that the wage gap really decreases to almost nothing. And in some careers, it's actually like two percent more for women. And Thomas Sowell has done a lot of work with it. He's much more well read than I am, but. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. If I were going to be comparing something, I'd want to compare apples to apples. So I would want to look at, you know, what is the uh, what does a woman make on average in this particular career as compared to a man? It's just not fair to bring in other other careers into that. And that's what you're saying. Exactly. And additionally, if women if women if you really if companies could get away with paying a woman only like 75 or 77 percent as much as a man, then don't you think that they would just hire women in mass and not hire men if they could, you know, get away with paying, you know, only 75% of what labor was worth. 
Yeah, I think you. I think what you're saying makes sense. Okay, so, I mean that was just my point. Very good. I didn't think. All right, man. Thanks okay. for the call tonight. Nice night, Appreciate hearing from you. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I know that uh, Allie, you are a working lady. Yeah, I, I I don't really like statistics. I, I see the caller's point. I don't like statistics about um, like oh who makes more men or women blacks or whites like. You can you can say certain things through statistics, but I think that they can be misleading. I think that's what he's saying is that a lot of feminists will try to use statistics about uh, wages to to try to bring up some point about how there's not workers equality. But I've never been in a job where I had where I was making less than, you know, my coworker counterpart who has the same job as me just by virtue of being a woman, like that doesn't, you know, that's never come up before that I'm somehow worthless as a worker because I'm a woman. And uh, and if people did have that bias, well, then those companies are opening themselves up to a big disadvantage because in a lot of situations, women might be better suited for a job um, or, you know, hiring more women might actually give them a big advantage over other companies. So it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it could be determined by what jobs women are going after and i don't know what determines what what jobs women go after it could be social norms and it could just be differences in um you know whatever roles they play in society could be legitimate could be illegitimate it just sort of depends on where people are at 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 the time let's continue with you and your thoughts going to mark listening in north texas mark you're on free talk live with ian ali and jj i think it's time that we we continue to create a utopia on our roadways. I think it's just going to take a few more laws. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it'll take very long here. You know, we already got the one about the smoking and the right. texting yeah. and talking on the phones. and Wearing you know, seatbelts. Eating, eating's coming too. But, sure. you know, th- that's chemically impaired and, of course, distractional you know, devices that you have that, that, that don't allow you to, to focus properly. Well, we're leaving out another important factor in all this. You could be emotionally impaired. Oh, sure. Now, let's say you just lost your job. Should you be able to drive? I think we need another law. What if right. you didn't get eight hours of sleep? What if you lost your, uh, your cat recently or your child died yeah. earlier? Right, right. Now, I, now, see, now we're getting somewhere. Right. More laws. Yeah. That'll solve it. I think, you know what? Let's say that you've been, let's say you and your spouse have been married for 40 years or so, and she just died, and you was at the hospital, God rest her soul. I don't think you should be able to drive home. Maybe the car needs to administer a psychological test uh, prior to you being able to turn the key in the ignition just to make sure that you can I'm do I'm sorry, it. Dave. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, think we're, I think we're encroaching on utopia here. Yeah, Mark, I think you might a few more laws, and we, we'll have it. We'll have it right. Let, more let, laws, but you've got to have more enforcers, too, so we should well, put more cops on the street, right? Need more taxes, then. I honestly yeah. don't think—I think these are all great points to actually bring up, that obviously legislating what state of mind people can be in when they're driving is not helping, but I do think it's stupid that— uh, basically, our major mode of transportation requires us to be on a roadway, uh, on a roadways with people who could be in these states of mind that, yeah, are, that are scary. I, I can tell you when I was going to college uh, that, and I wish I didn't, but I had when I went to college, uh, I was pretty strapped for sleep at that point, and there were times when I was nodding out behind the wheel. That was some of the scariest. Those are some of the scariest times of my life. I mean, I, if you're out for half a second, you could be dead. 
Well, you know, when I was growing up, my mother used to say, well, well, son, it, you can't say anything because you're in public. When did it turn around to be the other direction? Where anytime you're in public, you should never be encroached upon. It used to be the other way. Let's, let's say that gentleman that called in earlier, I forget his name, God bless him, but let's say that uh, him and his wife head out to work and he gets a call. He's almost to his place of employment. And he gets a call. His wife had a wreck. The police say she's at the hospital. She's in intensive care. It was a pretty bad wreck. You know, hope that never happens. Should he be able to drive? I think he's emotionally impaired. I think he should have to park the car and flag down a cab or wait for the next bus. <laughs> Mark, thanks for your thoughts. Now, Anything you else see, you want to share? You see how this utopia is, utopianism can go. It can get so far. <laughs> You're in public. Get used to it. No doubt, Mark. Great call. Appreciate hearing from you. Thanks for the tongue-in-cheek. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's go to Matt, listening in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Allie, and JJ. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going tonight? Welcome back, Ian. Thank you, sir. What's on your mind? Uh, Just wanted to uh, kind of touch a little bit on the male versus female issue. Uh, Sorry, it was kind of noisy. Make sure you talk right into your phone. You're a little low. Apologies. Go How's ahead, that? Sir. Go for it. Okay. So we're creatures of logic, right? Some of us. Most of us. Uh, I, I think all you guys are, and, and girls. Uh, basically, I just wanted to point out that as far as males and females go, I mean, we're obviously different, males and females. And I, the way I picture it, and this is just my opinion, um, we're basically kind of like a yin-yang where you have a male energy and a female energy. We're different because of the energy that we have, not only in our physical self, but in our astral self. Tell you what, hang on, hold those thoughts. We'll bring you back in a moment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Astral selves. I don't know where he's going with this, but we'll find out here shortly. 855-450-FREE. You take control, bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done. Get a great deal. And a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. Toll-free number, 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features on the site, and you may enjoy them all for free, including archives going all the way back to late 2006. All of them free, so enjoy over at freetalklive.com. And here in the studio, it's Ian. Allie. And JJ. By the way, when you go to freetalklive.com, You can download the archives through our website, but you can also download them now through our SoundCloud page, which is a completely new way for you to uh, share the episodes of Free Talk Live. 
SoundCloud makes it easy. You go, uh, if you want to, you can go to freetalklive.com. Look on the left-hand side under Listen and Share. There's a link to our SoundCloud page there. And then when you go to SoundCloud, you'll see all of our episodes ordered most recent to oldest. And also you'll see a few other things mixed in there as well. And you can download them from SoundCloud if you want. But you can also use the SoundCloud Share button to easily share those episodes on your Facebook page. Share them uh, with your friends. Share them uh, to tw- you know, Twitter or WordPress. So many different ways, and SoundCloud makes it so easy. Once again, go to freetalklive.com, grab as many archives as you want, and pay nothing. Although, give you some ideas as to how you can help support the show later on if you want. And one of those ways you can help support the show is by supporting the advertisers that support the show. And plainboards.com is one of those uh, great folks. Plainboards.com offers free-to-use anonymous message boards to anyone who wants one. So if you would like to create your own message board, whether you have a website to put it on or not, it doesn't matter. You don't have to install this anywhere. You can just go to plainboards.com, type in the name of the board that you want, and it's created for you right there, hosted by plainboards.com. That's P-L-A-I-N, plainboards.com. If you care about anonymity online and protecting the privacy of your users, you owe them a plain board. It costs you nothing. Go to plainboards.com see for yourself. As we go back to Matt listening in New Hampshire... Matt, you were talking about uh, the differences between men and women, and you were just kind of getting rolling with what you were uh, you were saying before we had to go to break. So go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, so basically, like I was saying, uh, it's it's like we're yin-yang, you know? You have the yin energy on one side, and then on the other side you have the yang, and in each one is a little bit of the other. So basically, that's how it works, and sometimes, you know, someone, you'll have a different type of energy stuck in the wrong body because of, you know, genetic issues or energy issues in the soul or the soul group. Make sense? Not really. Okay. It's cool. I didn't even call to talk about that. But, uh, well, I mean, can you try to rephrase it? Um, I, mean, I understand what you're saying about the yin and yang. Women and men are different in some ways, but not completely. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's why there's a little bit of, of each one in the other. Makes sense. So we, we all have a lot of similarities, but we have little differences that make us unique. Okay. That complement one another? Kind of, is that what you're getting at? Yes, like, they complement one another? That's exactly how it is. They complement one another. I see. Okay. All right. I mean, are you just making a statement, or, or was there somewhere else you were going with that line of thought? Um, no, not really. All right. Anything else on I your mind you want to share? About, yeah, I wanted to talk about energy you guys want to talk about it? Great, go for it. All right. So, uh, basically, you guys are big on freedom, and, and I totally am against an IP because of... IP being of, intellectual property? Yes. Okay. Because of suppression of technology, and for obvious reasons. Uh, but I just wanted to point out that there's a man named Nikola Tesla who is actually responsible for all of... of what we have today as far as electrical technology Mm -hmm. due to the fact that he invented the power systems and he doesn't have much credit for it because he's not a CEO. Gotcha. Anyway, he he invented a wireless power transmission system that has been completely suppressed. Yeah, it sounds sounds uh, pretty amazing. Wireless power transmission. I mean, how does that work? It's it's actually pretty simple. Um, you basically just need to create a resonant antenna. Uh, basically, it's 
high voltage. Uh, you need to step up the voltage so that on the secondary coil you have voltage without current, and it actually transmits. It has a, a standing wave. How, how far like can this transmit uh, power? Well, uh, you know, it's based on the size of it. Um, I, I actually don't know because I don't have one. Well, I have a small one. So, If it's so effective, why aren't people doing it? Well, let me ask you this. If you have a way to make power, then you can't meter it. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I understand the if, old... Uh... If, I, if I make a transmitter that's like an FM antenna, it's a one-way, it's a unidirectional signal, so it's putting out power in all directions, you can put as many receivers as you want that can get the signal, and it has no effect on the transmitting station. In other words, more, you know... I don't understand what you're saying. I mean, energy can be uh, cannot be created nor destroyed. So, if this right. wireless transmitter is, or this, if this power transmitter is, and I, look, I'm no scientist, uh, but uh, if the wire, if this transmitter is transmitting power, you're saying that all of the receivers can e- can equally receive it. That doesn't make any sense. That would be more power than it would be sending out. It doesn't make sense. No, what I'm saying is that the receive stations have no effect on the transmitting station. So theoretically, it's possible to get more power than your transmitting. Okay, so it would be somehow taking... I, I, yeah, that's beyond me as far as how it that would resonates, work. It resonates at the Schumann resonance frequency, which is the frequency of the Earth's magnetic field. It sounds really far out. So, again, I'm going to ask you, why is it that nobody's doing this? I mean, presumably, you seem to know a thing or two about it, so Nikola Tesla must okay. have left some information behind. Uh, I right. mean, if this is a doable thing, then how come it hasn't, you know, there's no proof of concept out well, there? Well, it, it has been done. If you look up guys like Eric Dollard uh, from California, that's just one name. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, you know, the feds come and get them. The feds do. Basically basically, or whoever, you know, somebody doesn't like the fact that you're not paying for your power and that you're giving your neighbors and your family power, and then what happens? Yeah, you know, I saw something recently about a uh, perpetual energy machine, and it's it sounds... Not, I, I, I just want to... It sounded pretty I, I It sounded pretty interesting, I wanted to say, that, it, you know, yeah, I saw... Yeah, yeah, that's great. A lot of people have that conception that it's perpetual energy. That's not what it is at all. They don't realize that the, the vacuum is infinitely dense with energy. It's just like a solar panel. You're just putting, picking up energy that's already there. Cool, man. So here's here's what I don't understand. Like the excuse that the feds are going to come in, it would have worked 30 years ago when we didn't have the internet. But well, listen, there's no excuse for it. I don't have a lab. Now. I don't have a lab. I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to make something like. Is this. that what it costs? Is it cost a hundred thousand dollars to make this? I, I don't know. But I know I don't have the right equipment. It would probably cost me that much to buy the equipment and get a clean room and get a, you know, all the things that you need to do this kind of. Well, you know, that's really unfortunate. I know that there are some folks out there with their, you know, plans for perpetual energy machines that uh, anybody can build these things. If they actually work, there would be no real barrier of entry to uh, to building those. So I, I would hope that if somebody can come up with something that's worthwhile, they'd put the plans out, let anybody download them, and then go for it and give it a try. If enough people are building these things, then there's no way for them to be shut down. And I thank you for the call. Tonight. There are I appreciate a it. lot. Away. It's free talk live. 
The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Talk Live. Toll free number tonight for you, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian here. Allie. And JJ. Uh, Don't forget, Bitcoins. You need to learn about these things. They're going to become more and more important over time, I have a feeling. Certainly seems like they are uh, have been doing so within the last few years. They were created just a couple of years ago, to about I think it was late 2008, somewhere around there. They uh, came into existence and slowly gained popularity. Last year, they shot up in uh, popularity dramatically. Uh, just a huge increase in the value of the Bitcoin. It's settled down a little bit since then, but that doesn't mean that they're any less popular. It just means that the the market value has been fluctuating. You can learn more about them at weusecoins.org. They're a digital cash essentially they are something that you can use anonymously if you like uh it is instantaneous to use bitcoins you don't have to ask anyone's permission the bitcoin doesn't exist uh thanks to some corporation or government it exists because it's an open source programming uh project and therefore it's uh, it's also peer-to-peer so therefore it is pretty much bulletproof the government people can't shut this thing down uh, because it, there are millions of people participating in the Bitcoin network, and if you take out some of those people, it's not going to take out the whole network. So learn more at weusecoins.org, and you can get your Bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. Do that over at bitinstant.com. Buy your Bitcoins with cash at bitinstant.com. By the way, uh, regarding our last call with uh, the question about wireless transmission, a Cyphase has sent me a link to the Singularity Hub, singularityhub.com. And the claim, of course, is always that with these special methods of creating power that are so unique and, uh, and so revolutionary that the old guard is out there, the, you know, the, the coal companies and the, you know, these old companies that have been around forever trying to shut down all of these new upstarts. And, you know, that's a believable story if this was like 1970, that the the men in suits come around and intimidate the inventor into giving up all of his stuff or else he's going to, you know, get hurt or something bad's going to happen to him. And that's, that's kind of a believable story in the world where the inventor's just kind of toiling away in obscurity and nobody knows what's, you know, what the inventor is doing and that sort of thing. But now if somebody is experimenting with uh, infin- infinite power sources – if somebody's doing these experiments, there's no reason why they can't be duplicated. Uh, they, you know, a lot of these experiments don't have to involve $100,000 worth of equipment or a clean room or whatever it was the last caller was saying. You don't need that kind of money to do experimentation in, in the world of, uh, of power creation. And some people are indeed experimenting with, uh, with infinite power sort of devices out there. And some of them are having some, uh, some success, and they're publishing it. And anybody can go and look at this. This website, Singularity Hub is talking about this wireless uh, power transfer, and it's pointing out that there are real-life examples of, uh, of people doing this. In fact, Intel apparently 
is messing around with this. I mean, you think the government goons are going to be able to successfully show up at Intel's door and, you know, shut them down on this one? Why not? No. So I think there's a I think there's some paranoia out there around this particular subject, but I don't think it's really valid anymore. There's no reason why a good idea wouldn't be able to spread instantaneously to so many different uh, sites, to so many different locations that it would be right. impossible to shut it down. Which is why back, you know, last last week we talked about inventions in the free market and patents and stuff like that. And that's kind of why my idea of transparency is is kind of the idea I hold is because you can take something and spread it and maybe you don't have that little bit more to make this thing feasible or profitable or workable, but someone else out there might see your idea and yeah. figure that little bit out and all of a sudden your idea actually works now. Your idea will actually profit instead of just langu- languishing in the, the relics of time. That's the benefit of open source, right? Yes. So people can collaborate on something together for the benefit of everybody. Uh, and I think that's uh, it's important. By the way, this uh, wireless energy transfer here, it does. Uh, there's some terms here that sound familiar based on our last call. It says that wireless energy is built on the principle of resonant coupling. The devices use copper coils that, if tuned to the same frequency, can resonate with one another. One coil is plugged into the wall and creates an electromagnetic field. Another coil nearby resonates with the first field, picking up some energy in the process to fuel your electronics. The magnetic field lets energy flow regardless of obstacles in the way, so the current can travel through walls. Currently, the type of radiation involved can only resonate within a few meters. So that's one of the restrictions on this wireless transmission technology is it doesn't go very far. Yes. Uh, And also, of course, I did. I don't know if it's addressed here, but I also would question the efficiency of wireless Right. You figure it has to go through the air, obviously, and that's going to absorb something. Just like it absorbs sound, just like it absorbs any sort of energy, you're 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 basically having this energy radiate through the uh, obviously waveform, but it's going to run into other things. There's going to be loss over time. How are you going to focus it you know, properly into one location as you try to like shoot it? Uh, across a distance well they have a way to do that with these antennas uh, that are in the, the coils essentially here over the last few years a number of companies have been racing to put wireless energy technology and by the way this uh, piece here is from 2009 so there's probably been some advancements since then uh, they've been racing to put wireless energy on the market last week researchers this is years ago at intel showcased a wirelessly charged ipod speaker in 2007 researchers at mit revealed a similar project that powered a light bulb remotely the physicist and project leader martin solajic went on to found startup Ytricity, which is leading the pack in developing a commercially viable product and then they go on to talk about uh, Nikola Tesla and uh, a few other things. So there's information out there about this. It's not being suppressed, and there's no way they could suppress it. In the same way that you can't shut down Bitcoin, you can't stop a good idea in the world of the Internet. Sorry, I don't believe the, the paranoid part. Oh, they're going to try, of course. There's, there's ways to try with CISPA and SOPA and things like that to actually enact harsher controls on the Internet. But hopefully that's not going to happen. Who knows? The pirate bay is still out there. You know, the yeah. mirroring is the is the solution to preventing the shutdown of information. If the information spreads to enough places, it will become impossible for those who wish to suppress it to actually be successful at doing so. Let's go to the phone so and talk to Kyle listening in Arizona. Kyle, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Alley and JJ. All right, nice to be on. Uh, I guess a long time, long time listener, first time caller. 
Uh, Go ahead with your thoughts. And that last, uh, well, first of all, that last call, uh, I believe you can already kind of transmit energy, but one of the problems is when you just broadcast it out, just the same as radio waves, there's a lot of energy that's lost, and you need a lot more energy the further away the uh, the receiver is. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, technically, we already have similar things. I mean, the sun gives off electromagnetic radiation, and we absorb it into solar panels or, you know, what have you. But um, that's actually not why I called. A uh, different topic, you know, I noticed when Derek J was on when he was hosting, and, you know, poor guy, I hope he gets out soon, but I noticed he was doing a lot of activism, not just uh, physical activism, I guess you'd say, but also digital activism. He had, I think he was helping run that FR33 agent and those, you know, similar sorts of projects. Yes. Essentially, what I was calling in is I was, you know, I want to ask you and I want to ask the other listeners, is there any sort of centralized place on the Internet, like a message board where, I guess, uh, you know, voluntarists or liberty liberty lovers can kind of collaborate? Because if there is, I'm not aware of it. And I was just wondering if you guys knew of any or Derek, I know he can't answer because he's in jail, but. Well, I don't know how far along FR33 Agents is, but that was one of the intentions there is for people to collaborate. You could go to FR33Agents.com and check that out. Uh, I don't know if you if you intend to move to the Shire at any point. There's some good uh, discussions that can be had over at the Shire Society forums at forum.shiresociety.com. Uh, but yeah, I think I think as far as like an internationally applicable site, fr33agents.com is probably the best choice. Uh, again, I don't know if that is being actively promoted at the moment or what the current level of signups are, but that might be someplace worth checking out. If you want, uh, you can stick with us here. We can bring it back. 855-450-FREE, because Ali or JJ, I don't know if you have any suggestions for Kyle. Uh, 1-855-450-3733. Of course, I think the best suggestion is to get together physically uh, with other human beings who love freedom, and we're going to do that in just a week or so with the Porcupine Freedom Festival coming up. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit DontTreadOnMeme.com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on meme.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free and bring up what you want at 855 450 free. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We invite you there, and you can enjoy all the features free. If you like Free Talk Live, you can support the show by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Amp stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Your three bucks a month is all we ask you for. Remember, you get all the features on the website for free, so this is above and beyond that. If you like the show and you really want to support what Free Talk Live is doing, and that is getting the 
ideas of liberty into new marketplaces around the country by getting on more radio stations. We're on over 100 stations at this point, and we could be on two, three, four hundred, five hundred. It's just a matter of time and effort and money to market the show. So that's where that money goes. It's not going to paychecks. It's going to help you know get Free Talk Live into more ears. So please go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. Use any major credit card through PayPal. You can use alternative methods uh, that are also available over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Makes a big difference for us. The AMP program is the reason why Mark and I were able to go to New York City this week and schmooze it up with the radio industry bigwigs. Uh, We'll also likely be going to another radio conference later on this year. We do advertising in the major industry uh, publication, Talkers Magazine. Uh, We we do what we can to get this show into as many new people's ears as possible. It's great for people that love Liberty to hear this show, too, but it's also important for people who've never heard of these ideas to come across them. And getting on radio stations can help us do that. And there are a lot of great shows out there in the Liberty movement, but there's only one of them that's on more than one radio station. Yeah, and more than 100 radio yeah, stations. And that's Free Talk Live. So if you, if you don't mind, it makes a big difference. Please go to amp.freetalklive.com. Now, we are on with Kyle in Arizona. He has asked a question about online venues uh, on which one could discuss ideas for activism. And that's what you're looking for tonight, right, Kyle? Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I've gotten recently, I've gotten pretty good at doing web development. And I've been a longtime Liberty lover. And at this point, I'm kind of looking to, you know, maybe implement some ideas. And I just want to make sure I partner up with another person I can trust who has similar values. Here's an excellent suggestion. The One of the guys behind Free Agents, fr33agents.com, is right. uh, the, the guy, Trollius. He is from Freedom Engineering. And since you are a web designing type person, you would really fit in over there. Freedomengineering.org is where you can go. It's a group of uh, tech wizards who are working to better uh, the, you know, the, the technical tools and things that we have uh, in our belts, so to speak, to advance the ideas of liberty. So uh, the Freedom Engineers are behind a number of interesting projects. And if you go there, you can get hooked up with some other guys that probably have similar skill sets or uh, complementary skill sets. And you can put those to work sort of behind the scenes. But also there's, uh, there are things that go on in the real world, and, and that's where I wanted to bring uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival into the, into the discussion. Because freedom engineering is great to bring people from around the world together digitally who want to create things. But also we can create things in real life by doing uh, real-life activism as well, which of course is what the Porkfest is about. It's about bringing activists together into the same place so they can get to know one another and network and, uh, and you know, throw ideas around and, and, and you know, maybe work on something uh, together in the future as more people move to the Shire from all around the country, move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Uh, Porkfest is coming up in 10 days from now. It is going to be here before we know it, and we're all getting geared up. Uh, JJ, you are putting together something pretty exciting yes. for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Yes. we This year, in years past, a lot of people have asked about footage. Well, this year we are doing footage. Right. The pavilion will be equipped with a fully capable HD video switching suite with three cameras, lighting, and pro audio. And we're looking for sponsors that want to get their message in these videos to help fund this project. And basically, we're going to have 49 different events, over about 60 hours of footage. And wow, that's all going to YouTube. It's all going to be made available for anyone to, to watch whenever. They can rip it, share it, create collaborate whatever but we're all we're going to take it all in 
add some messages on it just to help fund the project and then just get it out there and let people share it and share these ideas all across the world. So uh, how are you going to acquire the sponsors for this? Oh, we have a, uh, I set up a uh, Facebook page. Um, basically, it's if you go to facebook.com slash porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, uh, chronicles. Uh, no, porkfest chronicles is the name of the, the web page. Facebook.com slash porkfest chronicles. That's right. That's the name of the project is porkfest right. chronicles. Basically, just a chronicle of what takes place at the pavilion, the Shire Society Pavilion. And it's going to be a great time. There's a lot of stuff scheduled. They've pretty much pavilion. rejiggered the schedule so that all, a lot of the really cool speakers and events happen in the pavilion and will be recorded mm-hmm. and will be put on the internet so everybody can share them. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> I am so excited about this, uh, by the way, you know, because I, I put the sponsorship up for the Shire Society right. Pavilion. And this is like big, big time added value to me. I'm totally. Oh, yeah. The Shire Society uh, jazz. is definitely going to get promoted a lot. Very cool. So, Kyle, any chance you're going to make it out to the Porcupine Freedom Festival? Uh, you know, it's difficult. Uh, I actually already got a spot for the camping, but, man, I've, that plane ticket, I'm still trying to work to get that uh, round-trip plane ticket because that's not too cheap from Arizona. Yeah, what's that, a few hundred bucks? <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me? It's a lot more than that. Really? I think you're talking maybe 700 800 Whoa. round-trip. I don't know, man. I Maybe just looked be at, last minute. I, yeah, I guess last minute, but I just looked at some uh, airline tickets uh, to go to from Manchester to Arizona, and it was only like 350 bucks. Maybe go to... Mm, really? Check maybe, out Southwest. Uh, I look in the wrong places. I'll have to check again. Yeah, check out Southwest's website. I think that's where I went to uh, to look at that. Anyway, Kyle, right, I hope cool. that we helped with uh, at least a couple of suggestions. Freedomengineering.org, great place to go for technically capable people. Uh, and then otherwise, there's uh, fr33agents.com, which is a good place for anybody that loves liberty to, to hook up with others who also are interested in the same things. And thanks, thanks. Kyle. I'll definitely the, check it out. Thanks. I appreciate your call tonight. Uh, 855-453-VIPER online, listening, Free Talk Live. Hello, Viper. How are you? Hey, what's on your mind? You're on with Ian, Allie, and JJ. Well, uh, I'm going to eat some crow over the uh, the last call I made about uh, uh, Ron Paul having the success or whatever. Uh, that's doesn't look like it's going to happen. What do you mean? But uh, uh, I I don't think he's going to be nominated um, by the Republican Party. Uh, hey, probably they, not, but it's not over yet, right? I mean, it, there's still a, the possibility that at the convention, people could vote for Ron Paul. I mean, it's not over. Exactly. I think um, I think that's a self-defeating I, prophecy. Uh, yeah, you're probably, you know, but, uh, I, I'll have to concede that to you as well. I would um, say the best thing to do is to not be devastated if he doesn't win. I think that uh, there's the there's a chance that you know probably a pretty good chance that he won't because they're Republicans and they're probably going to vote for uh, Mitt Romney. But uh, you know these Ron Paul guys are fanatics and they are more probably more dedicated than the Romney people are. We've seen evidence of that this whole time around. Uh, they've been coming into these conventions, they've been invading these conventions, and has been really been uh, bugging the uh, the establishment. And they're going to do the same thing at the uh, the upcoming Republican convention. Yep. And even if Ron Paul doesn't end up winning, it should be quite the dramatic and uh, fascinating scene, something un- unlike anything we've ever seen. Yes. And if he doesn't win, then just, you know, don't be devastated by it. Don't let that be the no, end of no, the activism realm. I, I think that, that we can all learn a little something from the 
the saga of Rand Paul. Oh my God, we haven't even talked about this yet. Right, uh, Rand Paul <laughs> through I've been railing against this guy for months now. Ever since he voted to torture the people who live in Iran, who mm. are yes, human beings. Yeah, we. I mean, I've known this guy. You know, we were talking critically, or I was at least talking critically about Rand Paul since before he got elected, and that's because he's not principled. I went, I went to the the Daily Paul website, and I was trying to tell these people that Rand Paul was no good over this this Iran thing because he obviously doesn't have he just doesn't have this basic respect of human beings that. No, and didn't he make a crack about gay people, too, that was really uh, inappropriate? I didn't know his policies could get any gayer. Right. That's what yes. he said about Obama. Yeah, and uh, said about Obama sort of sort of supporting uh, gay marriage, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell saying? you what, and, and personally, which doesn't mean anything, but personally I got completely blasted over this stuff um, at the, the, the Daily Paul website, you know, and... I just told these people, you know, you you can't trust this guy. Look at it. He threw his own dad under the bus. I mean, for the listeners that don't know this yet, uh, Rand Paul has come. Rand Paul has come out and endorsed Mitt Romney. What else do you need to know about this dude? I mean, clearly he doesn't give a damn about the ideas of liberty. Yeah, okay, he may be better than the other senators, but that's yeah. not saying much. Yeah, Rand Paul's a far, yeah, I far can, cry. I can, totally, I can totally stand aside at this point and let you guys run with this. Ra- Viper, unfortunately, night. we have no more time. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. It has been Ian here with you. Allie. And JJ. All right, JJ, one more time, that Facebook page. Facebook.com slash. Pork Chronicles. Very good. All right, see you tomorrow online in the meantime. Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 Tunes. With C-Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, lrn.fm, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E dot com.